hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Vado, joined by always by the amazing, the the rugged Christian Humes. I'm excited to be here for this, Matt. It's our penultimate division champion for season two. Yeah, man. I just called you rugged, dude. Remember that term? That's from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just climbed a mountain to be here. That's right. That's right. Action, Hank. You're so rugged. Do, do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but guys, this is a crazy episode. Uh, we have another championship right here. This is a uh, division three championship of season two, and then we got one more division, and then we got the finals, dude. Heck yeah! And we're gonna be uh, picking up steam heading in that direction. We had uh, sorry about some later episodes. This last division, Division Three, came on during con season. Lots of yeah. things happening in both of our lives, but uh, we are yeah, back man. here in action, coming in strong for the season finale. Yeah, it's been cool seeing some uh, some hunters out in the wild, dude. There's a lot of people coming yeah. up to me and like talking about the show. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so Heck cool. Yeah. So thank you guys. Awesome. That means that means a lot. That really means a lot. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Well, today let's do it. We have some heavy. Yeah, we yeah. got some heavy choices to make, dude. Um, I'm ready. Let's just jump into this. This is for for the title of Division Three. Here we go. First matchup, we have Laura Croft from Tomb Raider versus Major Batoko from Ghost in the Shell. Let's do this. Oh boy, I don't know where to begin on this, right? So you have two very strong women heroines who come from yeah. action franchises. So right. I mean, the nice thing about that is, like, we can kind of just eliminate the whole uh, cultural impact that they have. I mean, if if anyone were to win out there, it's definitely Lara Croft. I mean, she was the progenitor to many uh, leading, yeah, you know, women titles and games. There, like, I I, I pause there because I'm trying to think. Like, other than Samus, there's so few that came before her. Uh, yeah. And even with Samus, they do the whole, oh, but guess what? It was a girl the whole time at the end. Like, you know, it wasn't up front like it was with the Tomb Raider series, which was great um, and really helped push out, like, what was a very male-dominated feel, like more normalization of actually having women and not just having, you know, dude, bro, white guys, which it still is, like, 90% of. Um, or maybe it's, like, 80% now. It's a little better. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little better. Yeah, it's a little better. I I think it's getting better. I mean, like, uh, well, you know, I love that we're finally just getting like genres flipped. You know, like we're getting that River City Girls or whatever. Yeah. That like, wait. Oh, I'm excited for River City. Girls. That looks awesome. Oh, I I can't wait for that. That trailer, dude. That trailer looked great. I would watch an anime of that. But let's. We're here to talk about Lara Croft, Major Motoko, Kusanagi. Yeah. Um, let's jump right in. Who would win in a fight? That's gonna go. I mean, I want to start there because these are two action heroes. Yeah. I would personally give this to major i would sue although i think there there's like a realm in which you could argue lara could win in a fight yeah i i it's tough because like major is like you know altered like fit like right like i mean yeah she's not even using like a human body at this point yeah exactly but laura croft's taking down like ancient beings and stuff you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so actually that w- yeah she's that'd be a good matchup she's encountered Plenty of uh, enhanced beings, even even technological beings at points. Um, she's she's traversed really dangerous places, but in like a hand to hand fist fight, I she would definitely lose. Um, it wouldn't, I don't think, be as simple and easy as one might expect it to be because she's she's up there as far as like non enhanced or powered humans go. 
Yeah. But she'd still end up she she'd lose in a fight. Uh so I think it's 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 important to at least give her the credit where credit's due. But ultimately, like of these two characters, which one's physically stronger, it's not gonna be Lara Croft. Yeah, I totally agree, man. But I would say that like Lara would be like a great she's a great she's a survivor. You know what I mean? Like she I feel like she could take a beating, <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. The newest Lara Croft, the Tomb Raider games were so insane. Yeah. Especially like the original, the first of the reboots, like the way that they would show damage done to that character was just utterly brutal. Yeah, absolutely brutal, man. It was just like, whoo, <laughs> this is a, uh, this is graphic. What do you think? What do you think is like the biggest differentiator between these two characters? Hmm. You know, I, because I mean, if like thematically they come from almost like opposite places but like what makes the characters different that's a tough question man they're pretty similar mm-hmm. you know uh you know fight fight uh fight against the power they i mean they both sort of have a haunted past yeah, haunted past for sure you never really know a ton about it like you learn about it but it it, it sort of uh affects who they are and drives them as a person yeah um and it's it's like thematically they look very different because Major lives in a cyberpunk futuristic world, but you have Lara Croft who is in a modern day world looking at the past. She's looking into relics and things. Yeah. Uh, but other, otherwise, it's like what they're doing in their stories. They're both investigating things. They're uncovering things. They're trying to find the truth. Uh, they are both like sort of detectives in a yeah, way, right? Absolutely. They both like are really good at just, you know, they're not only are they, they're both physical and mentally strong. Yes. Uh, they're incredibly balanced. I'm just yes, they're very they're very good characters. They're well rounded, and I think this is a great matchup. So I'm looking. I think this is where we definitely need to look at our our cheat sheet here of some of our things. First of all, <laughs> Matt, let's have a little fun with this. Who would you who would you want to go get a beer with? Uh, I think Laura would be fun to get a beer with. I yeah. think so. She would. She, I think so you know, too. She's like I feel like she knows how to turn turn it on and off. You know what I mean? Like like she's not always. I feel like she would know how to have a good time. I also don't know if Major can get drunk. Yeah. I don't know if that's even a thing. That's you know a really I mean? good question. Because she's like a robot yeah. <laughs> in a way. I'm not sure. That's actually something I, I should find out. Uh, that's not something I'm certain <laughs> of. Um, but I would definitely give it to Lara. She like would be more fun to talk to. Her world is more relatable. Um, yeah. The great stories. Whereas Major's stories are like kind of a downer. Yeah. Laura usually comes out on top. Right. You know, it's like in a positive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh which do you think is more shippable? Ah, oh, they're both pretty shippable, man. Yeah. That's fair. Ah, that's we're you're, we're almost splitting hairs here, right? Yeah. Like tum- the Tumblr <laughs> Tumblr would give us probably unlimited results on both of these yeah. characters. <laughs> Absolutely. Or at least at one point in Tumblr's history. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a tough. I think they're both pretty typical. I think that's a wash. Yeah. So that that mean I mean we gotta find we gotta find something to to sort of like knock some points around here then, right? Because you know I I, I think I think oh. right now I think Laura Croft's got an edge on for me. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. It's not Matoko's fault, you know. It's not Major's fault, but it's like the fact that like you are Laura Croft. You know what I mean? Like like I I'm when I'm playing Tomb Raider, like I am that character but you know i'm seeing things through her you know you know i'm trying to say like i am literally becoming her yeah that's fair you you do inhabit the body of the character and so then 
you have more agency over the actions she takes. But then then we get into the interesting thing, Matt, here, where we've already discussed like the limitations of video game characters being ultimate fictional characters because so much of the character's story is relied upon by the actions you take as the player and not like the story actions that the character decides to take. It's like a major differentiator between a video game character. Now, fortunately for her, she has like movies where they've written her as a character. Um, there's like plenty comic of other books, mediums. There's... Yeah, there's comics. Yeah. So she does exist outside of that. And her stories are pretty linear. Like you have yeah. to engage with them, but you're not really making choices as much as you do with other right. games. Um, but it does limit her a little, right? Because that that makes me think like, well, Major's actually that may be a better character because like this is something mm. like they've written. Like this is this character has like there isn't there isn't a a storyline where you you're playing as major and you fail right it's be, it's like right. if she passes or fails and succeeds um that's the way that character is constructed versus when you're playing a game of tomb raider like whether or not you see the ending like it's kind of up to the player to be able to do that yeah so it Dang. sort of limits the character but I, we shouldn't be just throwing out all video game characters for that reason um no no no, no. i would say that Major has shown more growth as a character in her series than yeah. Lara has, but I don't I know. I feel like Lara's kind of always had that grit to her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I never, like, I don't think she had the Oliver Queen treatment yes. where she was like living the posh life and then a tragedy happened where she, be, you know, I feel like she was just always like, you know, gritty. Yeah, I mean, and it depends on which, like, version. Because now in the reboot, like, it deals with her when she was, like, a younger and she was... A, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, in the originals, it was, like, she was just kind of already an adventurer. So it just... It sort of depends on which version you're taking it from. Um, Major has the weird problem when you look at growth, though, of, like, well, who is she? Because she doesn't even necessarily know who she is. So it's, like... Yeah. Her, a lot of her growth comes from, like, actually discovering who, who she is, like... And who she believes she is, even if that isn't what her history was. It's just like, these are the choices I've decided to make. And this is the way I see the world. And that's who I am. Um, so I, I almost feel like character growth is something that we shouldn't even. It, it shouldn't. Consider. Yeah. 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 Um, likeable. Moving on. Who's more likable? That's got to be Lara Croft. Lara Croft's way more likable. Yeah. yeah. Not um, way more, but she's, you know. She's funnier. Like, he, yeah, she's got. Hmm. I think I'm with you right now. I think we should maybe be leaning, like I'm leaning more in the Tomb Raider's direction just because she does appear to have like a larger emotional capacity. She's more shippable. Yeah. She just interacts. Uh, I would guess maybe actually character interaction is probably her biggest limitation, right? Because like her whole thing is like, I'm the solo adventurer. Right, 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 right. Whereas Major is not like that at all. Her whole thing is about like being on a team, interacting with the government interacting with the people interacting with other forces and those like interpersonal and internal conflicts which actually makes me question maybe that actually should push this in her direction yeah because so like what the things we just discussed we've determined this right on the one hand yes. you have lara croft shippable fun funny gritty strong great adventurer great intellectual right really cool yes uh sort of image of this like solo world goer who saves the world sometimes saves people sometimes saves relics and history 
and then you have Major, who, although maybe like harder at her shell, less of like a history that you mm. can necessarily deep into, like, and tap into. But she um, is all about like, well, who am I as a person? And like, am I the person that like I came from, or am I this new person that like is a result of my current experiences? Like, what does that mean to to be? And then like she discovers that along her journey with her team and her friends that she makes and loses. Yeah. It's like her character actually That's is pretty intense, man. Yeah. Like her, I mean the whole thing, like ghost in the shell is like, she's the ghost. It's like, what it's like, isn't it? Her, wow. Now that I think about this, her whole story and character construct is about like, what does it mean to be a An person? individual? Yes. A person. Yeah. And Laura Croft does not have that. Dude, that's so true. I want to give it to to Major now. I I'm leaning towards Major too. That's a huge discovery right there. I I'm personally ready to put it that way. Unless, I mean, that's like that's you like feel like there's something that's holding you back, and we can figure that no, out. No, I I totally do. I told I'm totally with you on this. I feel like that's the right call. Like Major, just that is just something that like, what a deep question, man. <laughs> like what a deep what a that's the whole series. That is that is literally you know? the point of the whole series. <laughs> In many ways. Oh my god! I think we gotta go with yeah. major. Ooh, man. Sorry, Lars. Wow. Someone's okay. gonna have Are to uh, unearth you for another season if you're lucky. But for now, we're gonna have to put you back in that tomb. Nice. Hey. All right. Dang. Okay. So major's gonna go on to fight whoever is the winner of this next fight. She may be not. Only, she may be the ultimate fictional character. She may be. The champion of this Honestly, season. Honestly, I'm out. way more invested in this character right now than I was a few minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Me too, man. <laughs> me freaking too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have two good boys. We have Peter Parker. Yeah. The web-slinging, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man going up against the time traveler himself. He's a delivery boy. Also from New York, Philip J. Fry. Ugh. We gotta make these hard decisions. Yeah, I mean, look, oh this is this is one of those matches where, in the past, right, we have immediately been like, "Well, this one's a, uh, this one's gonna be quick, right?" But I mean, Batman went down. Yeah, Batman did go down. So there's no reason Spider Man can't. So we do need to put up a fair fight because <laughs> Philip J. Fry is an immense character. Yeah. He saved the universe countless times. So here's times. what they both got going. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. What do you got here? They both, they both, they both saved the universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're both universe savers in their own ways. Uh, you know, they're both from New York. They're both like or ordinary people. You know what I mean? This, I mean, this conversation needs to come down abilities. to them as characters because they've, like you said, like they've done the same things. They've both uh, dealt with multiverses and they've both dealt with time travel and world and universe ending conflicts. Yeah. So like no feat that Spider-Man or Philip J. Fry has performed is going to be the thing that gives either character an edge. Even if Spider-Man is like a more prolific and well-loved character than yeah. Fry, like his actions can't be the reason. It, it's it's going to have to come down to who they are. Maybe smaller scale actions that like show who they are as a person. Um, so I, I guess let's, let's, uh, Let's dive in. I will say cultural impact. That is just, I mean, come on. That's going to Spider-Man. That's, I mean, yeah. For several reasons, you know? <laughs> yeah. It can't be the, the reason that he wins, but no. it cannot be discredited. It Absolutely is, not. It is a point that is going to not be uh, 
ignored. Yeah. I mean, he is he is arguably like one, if not the most popular superhero or one of the top three most popular superheroes of all time. Yeah. I mean, we've we've mentioned that on the show before, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's but- interesting to me because Fry. So you brought up the last time we talked about Spider-Man. You said that like the whole thing that made him interesting was all the other superheroes were either like billionaires or they were like these adults and none of them were like relatable as people. Yeah. And that was Spider-Man's whole thing was that like he was meant to be relatable as a person. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the interesting thing is Fry is very similar, right? Because they could have gone with like an adult. They could have gone with a kid and they went with someone who's perfectly like probably like 19, 20 years old, like a young guy. So and he like has a delivery job. He's always trying to hustle just to make his way. He's always like fighting for scraps. Like he's not, he he's not ever really like made it. Yeah, and and ah oh, man, ah, uh, this <laughs> I'm like I'm in a quandary because like, mm-hmm. look, even Laugh Factor, they're both really funny. They're both hilarious. Yes, yeah. they're both you know? hilarious. Uh, what? let's let's you want to just like look at everything that like is a is a wash do you want to just look at all the things where it's like they're both crushing this so we can just ignore those kind of things yeah it's like laugh factor heck yeah like even like a beer buddy i I, it's almost a coin flip it's like i maybe would pick spider-man just because spider-man's so insane but also like i would love to hang out with fry uh actually i don't know if i'd love to hang out with fry you don't think having a beer with fry would be fun yeah, it'd be fun, but I feel like how he wouldn't be that dumb, right? No, no. Okay, okay I don't cool. think so. <laughs> we we won't. <laughs> we don't know. Um, that's a good point. I just feel like he'd be like. I mean, that's what makes him lovable is that he's kind of dumb. Oh but, man. Okay. <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> yeah, his intelligence is really bad, dude. <laughs> and like, even before Peter became like a genius, like he was always like <laughs> at least smarter than Fry. Like. You know? Okay, so he's definitely, like, Spider-Man's got to get the intelligence. He's also going to whip Fry's butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, Fry's, maybe maybe the more interesting thing is we got to try and figure out how Fry could win. Because, actually, now that we say those things, like, you are more likely going to pick hanging out with Spider-Man. You're, Spider-Man is definitely smarter, and he's going to stomp him in a fight. Yeah, I mean, I think Fry's got, like, bat, black cat syndrome, where... Either, you know, he gives everyone else bad luck or he just has really good luck. Like, he's extremely, Mm. you know, right place, right time kind of a guy. Yeah, that's a really good point. How much do you feel like Spider-Man has that? Well, I don't know. I think he's got bad luck. He's always, like, he's been known to, like, have that Parker luck. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he has Spider. He has uh, that Peter Tingle. Right. He has the Peter Tingle. (laughs) That only helps with, like, imminent danger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, When it comes to, like just regular life and tasks like he's got really bad luck well isn't that usually though more because because i always felt like his whole thing there with like him never really being like a rich dude or like being able to have like great strong relationships with people is because he always chooses to be a hero first and then take care of himself second so then like those things always so- sort of have to fall by the wayside yeah but it's also like literal. but it's like it's also like just not outside of superhero stuff like Things where, I don't know, something at the bugle will be happening that, and he's like, oh, crap, you know, or like, if we look at the latest Spider-Man, like, now he's, like, I guess that, that has to do with Spider-Man, but I don't know. I just feel like it, it it's, you're right, though. You're right. It's part of how 
he is perceived as a person and how the superhero comes first. Uh, cause everyone else like in a normal person, like because he puts everyone, you know, Spider-Man first, he's not able to like be really like show who he truly is. Right. Mm-hmm. So when other people like pick on him, he's, they're not really, you know, it's just because he's not really around. Yeah. That's that a really good sense? point. Yeah. Uh, it's his absence. Yeah. His absence is what it mm. is. You know, speaking of absence, if we want to look at the character's fictional impact, it's like with Fry, you could look at it two ways. When he was in the year 2000 and he left, like it did make his mom really sad and his dog and uh, his brother. But like the world didn't stop. But in the future, he's needed to the point where like he has to save the universe. So it's like it's weird how um, they show this guy as being like, oh, he's sort of like a normal dumb idiot in the past. But somehow his stupidity and naiveness of the past is like a welcome thing in the future that's like somehow missing right like it's yeah. as if the automation of the future is forgotten like what it's like to just be a dumb human like he is um where spider-man it's like super different like when he is dealing with different timelines and things like that it's it's much more dire like spider-man doesn't have um as much slice as life stuff it's like only peter parker gets to exist doing that which is like it's a weird thing that you don't have with Fry, where he doesn't, he's not like a dual life character like Spider Man is. Yeah. And Peter Parker. Um, would you say that because of that, it just, like, I feel like maybe Fry, as great of a character as he is, it's like he's always, I mean, as you said, the black cat syndrome, he's always sort of like the dumb guy the story needs him to be. Like, so yeah, he doesn't really ever get to grow like. enough. And, and we kind of talked about last time too, uh, where, you know, Fry's, I thought I feel like his detriment is that he doesn't learn from his mistakes. Yeah. While Peter's constantly growing from his failures. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, I've been thinking since the last week that actually might maybe my biggest uh I think <laughs> I think actually I regret Walter Bishop not winning over Fry. Um Yeah. Cuz Fry uh, is like, you know, like he does save he does these grand things, but it's you know, it's always out of like circum like chance you know yeah i don't know man i can't like look a few like five minutes ago i said we've got to look at this and figure out what on this list <laughs> fry can beat peter parker in and it turns out i don't know nothing i don't think he can nothing yeah right yeah even laugh factor i think peter parker's hilarious yeah they're both funny they're both funny um like he can't win on ship ability like I, I he's think, not a I more think, original character, right, you know. Right. Like he's a construct of lots of ideas that came prior. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't look. I love him. I think he's a really like clever character that goes on a lot of amazing journeys. It's very Doctor Who esque, except like it's missing like all of the character arcs that make Doctor Who uh, special, right? Like Doctor yeah, Who grows totally and agree. changes from Doctor to Doctor and has to learn and learn from their mistakes and then learn from and the new mistakes they make. And it's like Fry doesn't get to do that. No, but he does end up with a Lucy Lou clone. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm dude. I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm definitely feeling Peter Parker. Yes. I think, uh, Fry should take his Scooty Puff Jr. And fly back home. Sorry, Fry. Dang. 
Peter Parker's moving on to the finals. What Dude, a surprise. He, I mean, look, Peter's a tough person to beat. Like, I, yeah. I'm excited to see this next fight because we're going to have to really break it down. You know? Well, let's do it. The final round, guys. Division three. Oh, my gosh. Division three of season two. Championship round. Otoko Major Kuzanaki versus Peter Parker. Let's go. All right, Matt. Since you introduced us, why don't you kick us off? Where should we start with these two? Oh, I think here's what I like about both of them. They both kind of fight with that sense of identity, you know? Oh, okay. I think that's a really big talking point. I like the, I really like that, you know, both these characters struggle with like who they are and like what they're supposed to be. What's it mean to be like, you know, with, with major, it's like, what's it mean to like be a person, you know? And with Peter Parker, he's like, he's like, he he wants to be a person, but he, he knows he has to do, be this other thing. You know, mm. so I think I I feel like they're a little similar in that sense, where they're trying to like find out what exactly they're meant to be. Yeah, it's like Peter Parker is this human who, you know, it's like we've talked about some superheroes. It's like Superman, his secret identity is is Clark Kent, not the other way yeah. around. Where Spider Man, like his secret identity, actually is Spider Man. Like he would love lo- nothing more than to be able to just actually be Peter Parker, right? You know, like Spider-Man, yeah. although it's who he is, it's actually like he does live very much a double life. It, and and the only reason Spider-Man is weighted more is because he's selfless. Um, Super selfless. And not. Yeah. I don't think it actually is because he wants to be Spider-Man. I think no. he, he feels a need to be Spider-Man. I mean, he lets, you know, Uncle Ben die. And like, I feel like he just carries that burden with him, but not in the same way that yeah. Batman does. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, Batman's got Not a bit of a problem. A little dude. bit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like ba- Batman's like got Peter, a lot of problems. Peter definitely has like a healthier relationship with it. Yeah, I mean, and look, like Peter and Motoko both have sort of haunted past, but like again, it's not the thing that pushes her forward or him forward, even if it's something that um, was a motivating factor at some point, right? Right. Like they exist in their reality and they do the best they can with it, uh, and they're trying to find their own way. And they're, they both sort of struggle to do that on personal and interpersonal levels. Um, I'm not sure who would win in a fight, but it would probably be Spider-Man. He's incredibly strong. And although yeah, she's much stronger than humans, she'd probably be outmatched. Yeah, and, like, here, here's the thing with Spider-Man. Like, uh, he, like, that guy, he pulls his punches. He, like, he's never punching to kill. Right. You know, he's only using, like, if we're talking, like, you know, Deku and one-for-all status, he's using, like, you know, one for all, ten percent maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we we see that. We see that. Like you see that in the amazing, like the new Spider-Man movies that came out. Like when you see him, like flip, like flip like a car and like hold up part of a building. Like yeah, he's incredibly strong. He and as you say, he pulls his punches. Whereas Major doesn't necessarily pull her punches. She's taken down tanks, which is incredible. Like she's very strong. Um, I think it would almost be like the equivalent fight of if you did Lara versus major, whereas now it's major versus Spider-Man. Yeah. Like she would, she would put up a fight cause she's incredibly strong. She's very well skilled. Uh, and she doesn't have a human body, but she would still lose most likely. Um, yeah. Now if I she totally was going agree. up against Peter Parker before he got his spider bite. Oh, he'd be, it, he'd, it's like being up a high score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying there is, there are moments of the canon 
in which take place for Peter Parker before he has his spider bite. But we're not going to handicap him in such a way to make him lose. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess is something we haven't talked about, right? Because I'm thinking, I I always just like to think about what the most current relevant version of these characters are. But like, there's a lot of like lame versions of Peter Parker. A lot of what versions? Lame. Lame versions, yeah. Like, there's great, amazing versions, and there's most of them are good, but there's some that are just like, oh, you're kind of like a loser. Like, you're not, you're sort of dorky, and like, not in like even a good way. Like, they just represented him poorly, or like whoever wrote that version of him, like, oh, this wasn't a good, like, um, like sometimes he's like sort of neurotic, and sometimes he is like over emotional about stuff and like is not confident at all. Yeah. But I kind of like that because it makes him like human, you know? That's true. That's the stuff I mean, that makes is... him relatable. That's fair. That's a good point. He is in an extreme circumstance. Like he, you know, we shouldn't always like him because, you know, people don't always make good choices and he That's pays true. for it. Yes, he does. Like Dearly. He, uh, or his friends pay for it. He almost dies. <laughs> Several like, times. <laughs> he got buried, dude, by Craven. Yes. Ah. Yeah, this is... uh. This is something you're going to have to consider here. What about um, some of these things? It's like it feels like the same thing that happened with Fry. Like, I would, I mean, who are you going to get a beer with? I know who I'm going with. I'm going with Peter Parker. Hundo, Hundo P. Heck yeah. Right? Absolutely. What do you think? So let's say you go out to the bar. You're going to get beer with either of these characters. What do you think they're going to order? Peter Parker would get a ice cold Pilsner. You think he would get a, yeah, that's probably true. He would get like a light colored yeah he, that's probably a great guess that's and the matoko would get. get like vodka straight yeah i was thinking i was thinking whiskey on the rocks or possibly maybe a martini depending on the situation yeah yeah but i sure. don't think she would go to the kind of bar i would want to go to yeah like she'd so either, either want to go to a divey place or like a really nice place okay hear me out okay i think man like it just sucks because like even if i think about who i would want to hang out like who would you like like Peter Parker would know all the great local spots. He'd know all the mm. like you gotta go to the, like mm. you know uh, JJ's Deli like on the corner of like Fifth and Market. You know like that's like you know he would know all the secret. I'm a big foodie and I feel like he knows his stuff. That's a good point. He does have a lot of those little character traits. Now see, this is like the tough thing because Motoko doesn't have some of those things simply because she <laughs> there's like a sense of humanity that is missing from her. Yeah. Um, which is like weird because it's the whole double-edged sort of like, well, is that the thing that like keeps her from feeling human or being human? Does that make her less human, or is it more about the choice? Like it's, hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. So like, she doesn't have to eat, right? Right. But she can still feel and smell and do pretty much everything you do. But like, they don't have to eat. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's so. Hmm. Does not being able to eat and drink beer prohibit you from being an ultimate fictional character? <laughs> I just want to clip you saying that and then like make that our promo forever. <laughs> I mean, and, and the only reason I ask is because it's like, it's so human. It's such a human thing. But then it's like, wait, do all fictional characters have to be human? Can't a fictional character not be human, but still relate to us in other ways, like a metaphor? I I do feel that. Uh, it's I think this is a this is a tough one, Christian. Because like, I'll put the point against her, but I don't want that to be the deciding factor. No, no, no. And and for me, like, 
I know other people are going to relate more to major more than I am. Um, sure. And I think it's just, just like, you know, we're just, we just like either, you know, we just grew up differently or we, we, you know, we don't have different situations, you know? And yeah. for some people like major is a bigger part of impact of their life than like Peter is. But Peter's always been like, for me, like it's always been there for me. You know, I, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. So, I, so I, I, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, look, Peter Parker, like he's more likable of a character, and it's more obvious to show his growth as a character. I mean, yeah, it, I'm personally ready to call this, and the reason is the the thing that gives Major the edge over Lara Croft is when she was, you know, when when I talked about the fact that her whole story is about like what it means to be and what it means to be human, what it means to be an individual, and that's incredible, and you find that. But then at that point, there is no like real time spent as like, well, then what is her life as an individual? And we know what Peter Parker's is. And I feel like she had that edge over Lara Croft because it's like, well, you, you're dealing with a character that really doesn't have a lot of agency. And like you're doing a lot of the character action. She's not really. So it's like she's really sort of limited. She's this great like archetype, but she wasn't really a, an incredibly original. Like, right. Um, but going up against I, Peter Parker, man. Like, see, here's the thing. We we try to be like I think we we do a good job of like, you know, putting up a good fight. But like, there's we're looking for the ultimate fictional character, and like Peter is a huge contender for. He checks off a lot of boxes better than like a lot. a lot of these other, like way better than a lot of these other people. Like, yep. Like, it, you know, like if Peter were to make it to the the be win this season, I think it would be a very good fight between the Doctor. I, you know, like it, he he checks off a lot of boxes, man. Yes, he does. But he has and two just, people already. If he wins today, he has two people that are very big that he has to go up against. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm ready to give it to him simply because he's funnier. He'd win in a fight. He's got more growth. He's more likable. And even, you know, even if you could argue he doesn't have more growth, um, it's more obvious. And uh, yeah. just as a person, he gets to exist. And it's unfortunate for Major there isn't enough like if there were more stories for major that were like slice of life and her going out and being a person and less about her dealing with, you know, some cyber terrorist faction, then there'd be more for us to discuss here, but there isn't. And like, I just, again, you're not going to win this thing. If all you have done is perform great feats, you need to also, um, you need to be like a real, like thinking, feeling being, and uh, she's like more of a que- she's more of someone who presents questions about what it means to think and feel, but like she doesn't get to do it enough for us. Yeah. at least at least in my opinion. I agree. I totally agree. I'm call. I'm ready too, man. I'm ready to call this bad boy. I'm with th- you. You go for it. All right, guys. The winner of the season two division three championship goes to. Peter Parker, the superior Spider-Man. Excuse me, the amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. Excuse me, the friendly the neighborhood superior, Spider-Man. The superior character here today. Hey, but Matt, dang. there's still 16 characters left in this season. That's right. We <laughs> there's still like a man. There's I don't know who's gonna come up next, but why don't we go ahead and pick our next four I can't contenders? We're to, here. I know, dude. The season two, division, division four. What? All right. Jeez, why can't we? We're almost done with two seasons. That's crazy. Heck yeah, we are, man. All right, man. Let's go ahead and pull these bad boys. All right, I've got the first one here. SpongeBob Square Pants. 
That's insane, dude. He's literally ah, oh, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. He's literally like an like one of the biggest cartoon characters ever, <laughs> ever. Well, Spider Man's already got to run for his money, because uh, whoever wins D four is who he's going against yeah. for the final four match. Uh, who do you have for us? All right, he's oh SpongeBob's going to go up against Stanley Ipkiss from The Mask. Oh, I don't remember oh, putting yeah. him in the bucket. That must have been one of our guests. That's got to be someone. Either it's got to be like Steven or or John or something. Yeah, maybe John Asanzalu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe John Asanzalu. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm noticing now SpongeBob SquarePants has Abby's character, so. I don't know who did Mary Poppins. Maybe that was Emily. It was like right around the same that time. That sounds like Emily. Yes, maybe Honestly, that, was that Emily. sounds like, I think that was for sure Emily. Because I yeah. know it was in during the holiday time because it was when the movie was out. So it was like January, February when that happened. Um, yeah, that's right. definitely Emily. So the next one I have here, uh, this, is a, this is a great one. We have Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible series. Oh. Dude, that he's like those movies are so good. They're so good, and I they're also so never good. saw the sixth one. Uh, I just missed it somehow, and I've been meaning to watch it. So now I have a really good reason to go do that before oh, next week. Dude, you should. It's like yeah, he. I. I. I be, this is a little. This might be. This might be controversial, but I. I think Ethan Hunt. I like him way more than James Bond. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy. Probably gonna get a lot of hate for that. I mean, but anyways, yeah. What do we got? What do you, who's? I mean, is this mission gonna be possible? Because he is going up against Eat My Shorts, Bart Simpson. <gasps> Get out of here. Dude, see, Division 4 starting off really strong. Really strong. Whoa. That's crazy because we just had Fry. Maybe this is like, <laughs> this is him coming for revenge for Fry getting eliminated. I mean, there were Bart Simpson dolls on the moon in Futurama. Man, we have a weird, we have a weird crew. For this first D4, I mean, we have two incredible animated characters. We have a secret agent and just like a, a weird guy who gets the uh, the Loki mask. <laughs> Wait, is it really the Loki mask? Yeah. Yeah. The God of Mischief. Oh, I never. I totally forgot about that, dude. Oh, yeah. You may you may have a rewatch. In I got to rewatch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. All right. All right. We did it. Well, if people would like to keep up, we're at UFC Pod. Matt is at the Matt Acevedo. That's right. And Christian is at, at Christian underscore human. That's right. <laughs> Matt, why don't you close us out? Guys, uh, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Thank you all so much for, for such a fantastic division. We have one more ahead of us before we go to our championship round or finals, our September madness, I guess it would be, uh, or October fall madness. We'll call it fall madness. Uh, but guys, thank you so, so much. Can't wait to start this division. Make sure to tell your friends, and we'll see you next time. Stay on the hunt, y'all. Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs>